Welcome to Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a lot about life and a little about business. Your host, Ashley Ramsey, will be sitting down with guests from all different sectors of the real estate industry to tell you their real life stories. From hardships to triumphs and business to personal lives, we promise to bring you the tea. Welcome to another episode of Spilling the Title Tea. Today's guests are Lisa Foster and Linda Blackburn. Lisa is a real estate agent with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Foster Realtors here in Richmond, Kentucky. And Linda's husband, Paul, is also an agent with that same brokerage. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you So we have a ton of real estate talent and knowledge here in the room today. But our main goal today is to bring awareness to a wonderful local nonprofit that you ladies are highly involved with called Redeeming Hope. So I just want you to tell us a little bit about Redeeming Hope and its mission. Redeeming Hope is a 501c3 nonprofit here in Madison County. We're in the early stages. Our goal is to have a, uh, a group home, home, not facility, not prison type, but an actual home to love on these girls that are ages 14 to 18 that has been uh, human trafficked or sexually exploited. Uh, hope to have the home built by end of summer and then have some girls in it by next year. We have already had so much interest in the community. We've had donors and sponsors and uh, building supplies donated. And I do want to remind people it is nonprofit. We don't make money off of it. It's all about the girls. We are accountable to the community, uh, the sponsors, the donors, and of course, Attorney General. <laughs> so we are uh, we are accountable to these people, the community. Linda knows a lot more about the inside of the house and what the girls need on the inside of the house. I'm pretty much trying to get them in the house. <laughs> so Linda can probably tell you more about, about that. We're going to be providing them treatment, trauma therapy, and the equine therapy. Yeah, that'll be really good. And the educational assistance and life skills training. And we're hoping to bring in a lot of activities for the girls also from the outside, uh, such as uh, cooking, even basics, doing laundry, uh, teaching them uh, core training, like uh, like exercising, uh, aerobics, and even uh, youth groups. Yeah, and I think, I think that you all have said that you actually, the girls, when they come in, they look at their particular case to see yes. what they they enjoy so you can kind of make it special for that that makes that that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah like doing that intake assessment and seeing what their needs and their likes are and also too another thing with the uh, girls is that their case should be coming with them to where you can determine a lot of that and uh, such as triggers you know and personalities right because i mean these these girls have been Traumatized. I mean, there's going to be a a lot of underlying issues to deal with. Yes. One thing that I, when I started getting into this, that I didn't realize is that Kentucky ranks number nine in the nation for human trafficking. Uh, That was uh, federal cases reported in 2019. And then I think Linda had some more. uh, Did you have numbers with you, Linda, on some of the more uh, exact numbers on the girls? Uh, Yes. It had been reported that in the year of 2021, 
that the cabinet, which is the Cabinet for Health and Family Services, had received 312 reports of alleged human trafficking involving 379 alleged child victims. And this is a 50% increase in reports from the 2020 to 2021 reporting year. And that is almost a 61% increase in the number of victims. That's just amazing that that is happening here in our backyard. Yes. And we and honestly, you don't hear, it's not like this is on the news every night. No, no. And it's the second leading moneymaker, uh, crime moneymaker in the nation. Absolutely. Yes. And then another thing that is so sad in Madison County, of course, you know, we, we want to help everybody, but we're leaning towards Kentucky, you know, so Kentuckians need to know what's going on. But uh, in Madison County, most of the human trafficking is coming from their parents. Their parents are selling these girls for money and, and drugs. Our goal is push that out of here, you know. I, we don't want it anywhere, but uh, but we're we're standing up for Madison County and with that. I think that's a really important point because I think a lot of people, when they think of human trafficking, they think of like the movie Taken, where yes. somebody got mm-hmm. kidnapped and they are shipped overseas, you know, to yes. some sort of a brothel situation. But I mean, it can it literally can be a family member, even a mom or dad. That yes. exploit these kids, and that is Lots just times, yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you don't think too when you're going to Walmart, they're in your Walmart parking lot. When you're going yeah. to church, you have to. You mm-hmm. they have a campaign which they're supposed to be bringing here. I've asked them to. I think they're going to be able to make it in June at the library. It's called Your Eyes Save Lives. Uh, it's put on by the Attorney General's office, so it's to make the community aware. Because what they've told me is that even when you look at these numbers that Linda has, that those are reported cases. But when they take this campaign, each time they take this campaign to a community, when they leave, the numbers skyrocket because now people know what to look for and they start reporting and they start returning in, you know, what's going on. So uh, that'll be in June. And maybe you could get that back on your podcast here and tell people about it. Absolutely. (laughs) Remind them to come. But it's real important that you're aware and that people know what to look for and and turn all that in. Yeah, but I don't think that, I mean, I don't think that I would know what to look for. I mean, you think of, okay, as this young girl, does she look scared? Does she have bruises or or something like that? But, you know, I mean, I would think a lot of times that they look just totally normal. I mean, I I don't think that an abuser is going to take somebody out with a bunch of black eyes to bring attention to themselves. No, and a lot of it is, there's so many ways they do it. They're so tricky, but one of them that I don't like is the groomers that mm-hmm. uh, prey on these little girls and make them think, oh, let's go out on a date. You know, I think I'm in love with you. And the next thing, and they'll take time grooming them to do this. And the next thing you know, like Linda has said, they don't know what normal is, and this groomer yeah. then has groomed them into doing, mm-hmm. making money. Also, in the Kentucky findings, it said that the commercial exchange of illegal substances was identified in the trafficking of 123 children. And these substances included the exchange range from alcohol, marijuana, related products, even nicotine products. Wow as well as illegal substances such as methamphetamines. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the assessment literally findings. a pack of cigarettes. Absolutely. Yes. That is just crazy. 
And it said also that um, the a caretaker, see, and they come in different faces. It could be a caretaker, which could be an uncle, a cousin. It could be mother, father. It could be a boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a next-door neighbor. That's who the perpetrator could be. And it said, also I had read that 60% of perpetrators of child sexual abuse are known to the victim, but aren't family. 30% are family members, and 10% are strangers. And about 77% are adults, and 96% are male. That's the offenders and buyers. Yeah, and that is shocking to me, because, I mean, you, and maybe this is just because the this is how we want to perceive yes. it. You always think, well, it's somebody, some stranger, some just really sick individual that doesn't know these children. But that's only 10% of the cases. I mean, that's 90% know the victim uh-huh. that they are doing this to. And that, I mean, that is really horrifying if you have daughters, nieces, nephews, whatever, in this age range mm-hmm. that, you know, are... Um, subject to this sort of thing. I mean, that's, that's, it's just terrifying. In learning all this myself, I keep, I keep kind of joking, I guess you would say, because on our team here, we've got really qualified people. We've got uh, Linda, she is a retired social worker mm-hmm. out of the school system, and we have a criminal justice major. We have another, uh, Zinnia, that works at the Greer Police Department that's a social worker. Uh, we have a friend of Jordan's that's a pediatric doctor that's on their board mm-hmm. there. And yes. then they throw me in a realtor. And I said, well, are you sure? <laughs> You've got all these people. Then you throw a realtor. And then I started thinking, well, a realtor is a problem mm-hmm. solver, a therapist. I started thinking of all these things that realtors yes. have to do. But working with people like this and then hearing firsthand all these things, like Linda has told me stories in Zinnia, too, that uh, if, if the community knew, they uh, would be shocked. They would be shocked. Yes. Yeah. Well, I can attest to that because I'm a member of this community and I am quite shocked yeah. to hear yeah. all the things that are going on. But we're trying to bring some hope, at least to, you know, if we can help one, it'll be worth it. So Absolutely. when we get this home built, uh, it is uh, going to be a, a two-story. We're going to make it look very pleasing to the eye, mm-hmm. at least from the front. <laughs> very but, home. Uh, home yeah, so atmosphere. Home. We're making it a home atmosphere. Uh, that was one of the mm-hmm. things, because I told everybody that has all this experience, y'all do whatever you need to do inside. But these girls need to feel like they're at home when they're in there. That was the only requirement that I had. But uh, So we are going to do a little barn so we can have equine therapy because you mm-hmm. guys said that was so good for them and so it's a two-story it's going to be about 5,300 square feet it'll hold 10 to 12 girls they've explained to me how the girls come in on levels like one to five and we'll probably only take the threes and below mm-hmm. because the fours and the fives we won't really be qualified because no, they would be the turnover in and out yeah, so I think they're the ones that, you know, maybe, you know, try to harm themselves or others. Mm-hmm. But the house, I can always already visualize it. It's going to be so cute. These girls are going to love it. <laughs> and then uh, for the icing on the cake, for me anyway, uh, we're going to do, uh, I'm doing a, a little special thing, and we're calling it the Jordan River. So it'll be along this property is a little branch. Yes. So we are going to have uh, landscaping and make it beautiful where the girls can go in and uh, just reflect and relax calm. and be calm. And mm-hmm. uh, I've got other people helping me get this together and everything. And um, 
I even talked to a photographer. I said, what do, what would you guys need in here trying to help sustain the house to make some money? I said, what would you all need in there to rent that spot out from us to make money for the house? You know, so they yeah. gave me ideas of things to put in the Jordan River, around the river, so they'll be able to, uh, when it's available, to be able to rent it out to help make the girls some money there in the house. So it's exciting. Well, well this, this is why they called you to help. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Because, because you, you have a really good business sense and you have really good ideas. Okay. Well, we tried to get yes. uh, pumpkins or something along that order, but the land wasn't going to work for that because it is has some flooding in the certain areas. So livestock is good, but but we can't do the pumpkins. So but we can have some chickens. And we're so hoping for we, a greenhouse also. And a greenhouse. We're, so we're so trying to think can... of ways because it will be five acres. So we're trying to think of ways that we can... Uh, have a little mm-hmm. bit of money coming in, you know. I said, if we have chickens, they can always have eggs. Yeah. Have scrambled eggs, fried eggs, poached, boiled. But, so we're trying to think of other different ways like that, too, to make sure that this is a success. This will absolutely be a success. That's wonderful. So how much acreage are you going to be on to have all of these different things? So it, it'll be five. As of now, we've we've crossing T's, dotting I's, I's are dotted, still got a couple of T's to cross. So unless things change, it will be uh, the five acres. So like with the, the barn equine therapy, it just needs to be a little, little small, I don't even know if you call it a shed type barn, just to hold what I think Zinnia said, two to three horses. Yes. So the girls will have something to, to learn how to nourish and love and take care of. And so that won't take much space. We could actually do it on a couple acres. Yes. But five sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> we'll <laughs> take it. Yeah, yeah, they want to give us five. We'll yes, take it. We'll take it and, and say thank you. Yeah, yes, we appreciate it very much. But yeah, so it's exciting and I think it's going to be great. Well, it sounds amazing. Yeah. It really does. I mean, yeah. it sounds like any teenage girl's dream, let alone somebody that really needs yeah. that kind of um, nurturing. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. That has some mamas yeah. to take care of them yeah. when they've really obviously never really had that. Yeah. And we really want whatever we have to do to get the community to love them. We want the community to love these girls, to take them on as their own girls, not look at them like there's some messed up kids that, you know, right. we want them to love these girls. Because they've been, they're the victim. They need somebody to love them. Yes, absolutely. Right. It's not their fault. No, it's not. I mean, they didn't ask to be victimized. So I think that it's just an absolutely wonderful thing. And and truly, it came along um, and has come together, from what I hear, at the speed of lightning. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, so fast. (laughs) So fast. Uh, If you want me to tell you how it came about. Mm -hmm. So uh, my daughter was murdered a little over a year ago. And so in my prayer closet, I told God if he was going to make me live, he was going to have to give me something to do Mm -hmm. for him. So it was soon after that I got a text from this guy. He said, Lisa, he said, will you pray about helping do this, this human trafficking group home? And I said, well, I don't have to pray about it. God already tells you this word, you know, to help. So that that was easy. So I said, let me just see what, and I started talking to people, and it just, people were interested. They were like, yes, I'll do this, and I'll help, and it's just snowballed, and we've got volunteers, and we've got a great group of women on the board and uh, passionate about it and that love these girls. And I think I had told you earlier how all this was going so fast. It started last June, I think. And uh, in, in all this going on, God reminded me 
my, my daughter, Jordan, she was a prosecuting attorney in Northern Kentucky at, at one point, and she was on the Human Trafficking Task Force. So I said, oh, God, thank you. You did give me something to do till I can get to heaven with her. So uh, it's, it's really been, um, it, for me, for me, you know, it's been such a blessing in, in more ways. And I just hope that I can be, be, this is my mission for the rest of my life. I'm dedicated to these little girls. So whatever I can do to help. It's a full circle moment. Full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that gives me goosebumps. <laughs> It yes. really does. Um, so obviously that tells us why, what got you prompted into getting involved with this. What about you, Linda? What got you really involved in starting this? Lisa contacted me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think she was aware that I was retired. I've been retired. July 1st will be a year this year. And, and I said, why not be an advocate? And there's a need for this. And, you know, to provide a, these young ladies with hope, comfort, and that they can overcome all these obstacles. And I can tell by talking to Linda, too, when I spoke with her, she loves these girls. Yes. And, and others, too. But yes. she loves these victims. And, and from birth on up, she's... Uh, I will advocate. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah she's the one to go get them. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Because they're, they need you. Yes, all of us. Yeah, yeah. And it all, it takes a village to raise yeah. a child. Yeah. So yeah. we all come together. There's nothing that we right. can't do. And, and what better way to, uh, again, I say, you know, everywhere needs it, but Madison County's their home. So what better way to get that evil out of Madison County than for all the community mm-hmm. to join together? I've spoke with some other people about um about that, but uh, but just for the whole community to join together and, and, and get that nonsense out of here, all of it, all of it. Absolutely, and like you said, now that people can be aware and we now know that this is an issue and can have our eyes open to pay attention to what we're seeing, I mean, education is the key in this for people to know, and, and obviously, as you've seen, the community does care. They do. And they, they will do. come together they do. when they have the information. Yes, why don't you guys tell our listeners, whether they're local, whether they're in a completely different state, um, how they could get involved with this organization, how they can contribute, how they can help. First, how they could get involved. Leadership Madison County is having a coffee and conversation open house that's benefiting Redeeming Hope. It is at Purdy's Coffee Shop at 212 West Main Street in Richmond, Kentucky, 4475, because you want to drive from another area and not familiar. Uh, but it's Wednesday, April the 12th from 4.30 to 6.30. And it's I think it's actually going to be fun, too, because we're having a live local artist out of Berea that's going to do a, a live local artist. I said <laughs> a local artist that's doing a live drawing. And uh, his wife is a pretty famous folk singer around here, so she'll be doing some music. And then the head, of, not out of the Attorney General's office, but the head of uh, the Kentucky Human Trafficking Task Force will be there speaking to point out some really important things about that. And then we'll have a silent auction and different things like that. So I think it'll be fun. So stop by mm-hmm. for coffee. We'll have food, appetizers, and oh, it'll be fun. It'll be, and we'll be selling T-shirts. In case you <laughs> But uh, when when people have asked me that before, and and Linda, you might want to add in on this, but I think how they could help us right now 
is the awareness is the main thing. And that campaign that the attorney general has, Your Eyes Save Lives, we do have mm-hmm. one coming to Richmond. We're trying to get on the schedule for uh, Berea so we can have one. And, and, of course, it's all Madison County, but both both towns. And then, um, you know, if you're not from this area, and I would say contact the attorney general's office and try to get them to come and do that campaign in your area. Of course, donations. You know, we always need money and donations. And if you're building supplies or, or labor, you know, to help with the build of the house, Certainly the prayers mm-hmm. um, or invite us to your organization to speak and sell T-shirts. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you have an event that you're holding and you want us to come and speak at that event, because we are trying to make as many people aware as we can. Uh, a really cool thing that uh, someone did. And then I'm going to go ahead and tell who it was. And you can edit it out if I'm not allowed to give names. <laughs> but, uh Kath Rose, Kath Rose Beauty Skin um, School in Lexington, they held an event, uh, I guess you would call it an event, but they did a sales package for like $99 when if you bought it in the store, you'd pay four, $400 for it, but they um, donated all that money to Redeeming Hope, so we'll be getting a check presented to us next week from them, uh, so just anything like that, we've done all kinds of little things from selling Rada products to Valentine's Ball, so anything you can think of, we're willing to work and we're willing to work hard at raising the money, so if you have a way that you can tell us how we can work, we'll work it. Can we talk about our plans for June? We're trying to get the location for the fun, the family activities and inflatables. Yeah, we're working on that one. Yes. Yeah, so we're working on that one. I don't really have any of the details on that yet. We're looking for the location. It's in the planning stages. Yeah. So we are, we just don't want people to think we're just sitting back, waiting, not doing anything, because we'll work every day to make this money, to hold these events, Mm -hmm. to make people aware, to get that house done and to get... um, Get some money in the bank so we can take care of these girls. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you guys um, for being a guest on the show today. The information about Redeeming Hope, we're going to put all of that in the description of the podcast. So anybody that wants information about what, what the Facebook page is, what the website's going to be when it's up and running so that they know how to make donations or just get more information, get in contact with you guys, that's going to be in the description of the podcast for anybody who wants more information. We're also going to put Miss Lisa's contact information there so that if you do have any real estate needs, you can reach out to her. Um, She is someone that you can absolutely trust and that, as you can see, gives back to her local community. So we'll put her information in case you need to buy or sell a home. And I just appreciate you girls being here. And I appreciate our listeners listening to another episode of Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a little bit about business and a lot about life. Thank you. That's all the tea we have for you this week. Thanks for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of Spilling the Title Tea and visit us online for more valuable resources at springdaletitle.com.